0: Let's go. Right, right, here we go now. Batman, to on the mic. Thanks for the mix on the blue. about whacking a bit of lightness to the mood, you know, because everything I seem to do in my episodes has a bit of depth to it. So just throw a little bit of a funk lounge, kind of jazzy. He even mentions Fat Man Scoop in that one. So I was just like, I'm not even sure where I found it. Whatever. I was vibing it. So that's it. I'll move on. Welcome to the episode, guys. Um, On the project today, I would like to talk about something – once again, of a deeper nature. I mean, it's all it's all positive aspects of, of, of moving forward that we will utilize certain tools that we've been given to um, harness a, a new type of power, right? So this one I wanted to sort of mention about, um, I, I go for a walk every morning, as I've mentioned to you guys before, right? And I just come up with these, I just I just think it's where I do my best thinking and I come up with looking for a way to describe someone who spends a lot of time exploring their internal soul or their history or their past or their you know to gain insight and move forward so naturally I was curious to find a term that i could use because these days we all kind of use labels and some of them can be bad because they sort of put a barrier around the possibilities um to expand but for some people it's just a benefit to have a label or a or create a a um a folder uh, a mindset whatever you Um, turn it into you know like a lot of people don't like labels when they're a negative context Um, but in my case it's kind of talking about yourself your internal self and and how to probably get the best out of looking into your past to find out what the triggers are what the what the underlying issues that you face every morning when you wake up or every night before you go to sleep or when you're at your quietest all that kind of stuff so anyway Basically, I came up with, you know basically becoming uh, an internal historian or a tag historian or a SCADA historian. So anytime you mention historians, it's generally to do with the past. It's generally to do with a, a, um, a very specific point in t- geological time or whatever. But when I gave it a different word on the front of it, like a, an Ignition historian is um, basically a computer program, available directory inside Ignition. And by definition, this can be a great way to store a small amount of data at remote locations. And the other one is a SCADA historian it's responsible for storing and logging all the data that SCADA systems aggregates, right? Or a TAG historian. Provides power and flexibility for storing and accessing historical data. All these kind of references, I mean, as much as they're digital computer references, they all kind of make a bit of sense to me. That's why I was talking about them because I'm just like, we store data um, throughout our time and we will be triggered by certain events in our daily lives that, if you explore enough, you'll find a connection between those things. Now, obviously, there's some dark shit for some people, there's some moderately dark shit, and there's just some light-hearted shit. Either way, they all pay um pay rather play a part in our daily lives. How we react, respond, how we handle tough situations, whether we have a strong strong enough resolve to move forward in certain areas. It's kind of it's kind of really fun, but at the same time, it's very curious to know what you could use or how, how you could use these things when you when you dig deep enough. So I guess that's it, okay. Call it what you want, internal historian, tag historian, SCADA historian, ignition historian, whatever, we are a biological computing system and we are designed to store things that have a traumatic effect or a profound effect, or a very very positive effect, I mean the first time you lost your virginity, I'm sure that was positive for most if it wasn't, then that's going to have a traumatic effect if you um, went and got that job that that you know fifty people were going for and you got it, you succeeded in that moment that is going to be a profound feeling the first time you ever experienced it. love, hate, sadness, grief, bloody. All of those kind of emotions, you know, every time we experience them, depending on what you do at that time or what happened to you at that time, is going to determine your future at some point. This conversation that I'm having is generally kind of alerting you to a go internal and filter through them. Don't look. I'm not going to say don't be scared, and you know there is a lot to fear. Um, It's uh, fearing the unknown is is a lot to be concerned about for sure um i suppose if you are given a certain set of tools by certain people out there that are really really good at this my coach namely was one very 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 good at um just navigating you through certain things now he didn't like labels as much but you know uh, he liked uh to use oh, uh, what do you call them um oh, analogies um he was really good at doing analogies he used to always throw me off i was like Focusing on one thing and then he'd come up with an analogy. I'll be like, why can't I do analogies like that? Every time I try to do an analogy, I just screw it up. And he, he's really good at it. He never really liked the term mindset because mindset is sort of that word set gives you a locked in feeling where it's set. It can't be changed. It can't be, um, it's not variable. Uh, mind state, I think he preferred that term because it's the state of your mind at that given time. Uh, what you're going through and your perceptions of it the um yeah so going through these things with someone who's really good at it can help you navigate the emotions around what you're feeling i've said to a few people the rain therapy is very good uh tool that you could just get offline if you're feeling a little um helpless you could just grab rain therapy it's just a four letter acronym for rain and it's uh, recognize, um, accept, investigate and nurture. And that's not a bad way to start. The other way to start is to do a lot of breath work, I suppose with someone in the room, get you really deep. And then they can ask you the questions around fear, love, sadness, guilt and you will have something in your subconscious that will come up on its own and, and say, hi, I'm here. If I can remember me, I'm that feeling of happiness. I'm that feeling of fear. I'm that feeling of sadness. I'm, I'm here to remind you of why things have gone the way they've gone in your life, whether they're good or bad. I'm here to either humble you or I'm here to start giving you some power to implement these things in your life moving forward. You don't have to dig that deep, where you. Um, well, no, you do have to dig. You do have to dig deep, and you do have to stay down there for a little while. It is, um, it is not something depending on the nature of your your um, past or what you're trying to filter through you do want to spend enough time in order to find a way to use it to make you move forward better it's pretty yeah okay so take this for instance right say you in love and then you got your heartbroken right you that's pretty much similar to death death and heartbreak and love heartbreak and losing um moving places heartbreak it all has a central Thing around grief, uh, that you you have to deal with the the stages of anger, um, fear, except all that kind of stuff, right? So if you are able to harness whatever power, except the fact that you do not connect yourself with that feeling anymore, that it doesn't define who you are moving forward in your life, then you're able to use it. When you come across said situations like that next time, that's what I call simple simple cases. Um, I mean, very deep, but simple uh, suggestion would be, say, um, like an assault of some sort when you're when you're younger. Well, if you are managed to go through the process on. Um, Being aware of what happened in the past then you're able to prevent certain things in the future you would be less reckless with certain things you would be more intuitive towards situations you would have a stronger set of principles or core values or beliefs around you that protect you from that moment when you would be advantage uh, be taken advantage of or you know you name it there's there's a it's a it's a big sort of process, but a simple way to get in there. Like it's a it's quite it's up to you as an individual to just sit there and have a listen. Like I said, I go to the beach in the morning, and I'll just be walking. It's uh, sun's getting up later now, so I go. I still go early because my internal clock just wakes me up, and I go. Uh, and I just start thinking. Now, a another coach that I know, Luke Pierce, he mentioned something recently about you can you can actually do too much work as well like there's actually you can do so much that you get overwhelmed with trying to fix every little aspect of your life i understand that now because i'm constantly thinking constantly searching for Reasons and meanings behind certain thought patterns that I have and what do they mean and what am I supposed to do with them? So it does get overwhelming. So try and keep them as simple as possible. Like dig in and just go, when, when I'm around a certain people, I get triggered. Why is that? I feel guilt in certain positions. Why is that? Well, simple. I can talk from experience. I lay it out. I felt guilt every morning when I woke up because, A, I used to drink a lot. And B, I smoked a bit too. So C, waking up in the morning, I would feel my head would be foggy, heavy, just, just I felt fucking, I just felt shit. I felt guilty for something. And what the guilt was, was like I was guilty of treating my body terribly um, and allowing myself to remedy past problems with a fucking social lubricant. So I had to really do some time with that. And once I did You know, I'm at six months and I feel great. My brain's a lot sharper. I'm constantly thinking of new things. So I kept it simple. I just was like, I feel guilty for doing this. How do I take that and turn it around? I need to change my life. I want to change my life. Even those two phrases are different. Need and want. Want is pure. Need means you haven't really figured out what you want you just need it, you need it right it's, it's, it's desperate but want done. so keep it as simple as possible. You, I trust me it's not it's not fun, but when you see yourself applying what you've learned into your current lifestyle, the strength is amazing like if you feel this 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 just this this, this power that it's not ego it's not look at me look at me it's just it's a real internal power that you just go it i i you feel it right it's like meditating and needing to fly above yourself to the diamond palace and have people um whatever no it's you know we always expect that kind of feeling when we do these things but we 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 need it uh, one closer to the heart which is a lot harder to come by but once you get it you will just get that sense of just warmth it's just it's amazing right so give it a title for your own version that way you can say it's not a label if you're afraid of labels file it somewhere because you will need to call upon it and don't get me wrong you don't ever get rid of these things that's past trauma profound moments of the past and like history And like the job of a historian, it is to to, to culminate everything into an area in order to look back on it with a new set of eyes and seeing what could come of it, what we could do with it, how we can better it how we can not do the same thing over and over again, how we can let other people around our lives know about it. I guess that's the, like, do you see us going back into our past and completely shutting off a section that we deem to be bad, like the whole world's trying to do now with cancellating cancellations on things in the past that sort of provide uh, insight to what we don't want to be and how we can change our ways. Well, do that internally but just don't cancel it out completely use it to do something you can have more positive effect with that's how i've done it now i'm not going to say i'm completely awesome at it and um you're never fully uh, going to completely um you know rectify everything but it's just more about awareness like i'm dealing with something right now and it's called tone it's a parenting concept and um, my ex is very much uh, on the ball when it comes to letting me know that there is a difference in tone of voice when talking to your children in certain ways that it's, it's not about just saying, hey, next time you hear me do it, can you let me know so I can identify the tone that I'm using? It's not It's not that, it's more you going back to find out why you are behaving or projecting your tone onto your children based on what probably happened when you're a kid. It's pretty simple. It doesn't have to be bad. Everything that happens to us happens for a reason and we can look back on everything for a reason as well. So when I talk about tone, it's not at all going to be an easy road because I still connect with the sound, meaning tone, like my, my, I guess we mean vibe behind the tone. That's probably what we're talking about, like how you approach your child when they do something. Uh say for instance, heard of a clip on Instagram the other day, uh daughter forged dad's signature and tried to do something at school. It was in America, but they were doing a podcast about the situation, the father and the daughter a podcast after it happened. And The dad said to the daughter, what did you do? And she said, I forged your signature and then blah, 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 blah. And he goes, then what did you do? And she goes, I immediately called you to tell you. And he said, then what did I say? He just, the dad suggests that you're going to have to now face the consequences. I love you. Home is still a safe place, but the consequences of your actions will be dealt with by the school. Now, you don't need to doubly, uh, double down on your children when um, they're in trouble. You don't need to, they get in trouble at school or they don't, whatever. There's still a consequence at the school. They don't need to come home and suffer it from you as well, which you know full well you're going to do in some way with a bad tone because we grew up where we would get in trouble. I mean, not as much back then because our, our teachers were like a set of parents, so they actually did some pretty hectic stuff. So when you came home, it was sort of more like a finger point and a look, and you were like, oh, shit, I know where this is going. But nowadays, totally different. Parent-teachers can't do what they used to do, so therefore it's just up to the school as a whole and the parents to work together. So if you can control the way that you vibe around your children when something's going down, because they need to know that they're loved and they can feel safe in their own home, right? Right. That's paramount. You say that about everything, but then when it comes to just simple school stuff and we lose our shit at them, it's it's just not going to work anymore. The consequences will be dealt with at school. Then you just maintain your level of tone, your pitch, your vibe, whatever it is, and it will make huge changes in their future and then fucking give you that warm feeling inside when you've just gone, boom. Something that I used to be triggered by is now working proactively for me and my family i mean it's listen to the tone of my voice now that sounds fucking amazing it's beautiful you gotta practice it though it doesn't doesn't just go right good read it yep got it Mm -hmm." no you need to sit on the end of that bed go for that early morning walk stay up at night practice some breath work dig in find the fear find the sadness find the guilt Find the love, because that still matters too. There are the positive things that, that we can be triggered by positivity. Like, oh, I wish I had that. Like, you know, loneliness, longing for something. All of these things inside of you, all these emotions we can build on and um, Yeah, affect a positive change within yourself. It's pretty it's pretty obvious what will happen if you do the work, right? Uh, remember it's not what you do in this life it's it's how you handle shitty situations and good situations that matter all right it's like falling down it's how you get back up It's pretty much the a lot of cases people use that term. I think the other one I heard the other day was um what was it the resolve making sure you have resolve i think resolve by definition is just the ability to be able to handle the situation in a positive manner or get yourself out of it or find a solution that's the that's the thing if you go into this with a strong resolve because everyone has a resolve if you work you have a resolve right you are at a job where you need to figure out ways to do it now it might be on a totally different level to the one I'm talking about a job is something you get paid to do so you're just there to get paid right but working on yourself that is a lifetime job and you you get rewarded it's um it's a totally different feeling so to have strong resolve is the ability to have a solution to an issue that comes up and that's what I'm trying to give here is not a not a solution well, a, an alternative solution you know what I mean? But it requires the work. So that's, that's it. I actually think I like the term tag historian. So that's why I'll probably call this episode is just be a tag historian. Work on your internal history and categorize certain things so you don't apply them to other, like, you know, just – individualize them a little bit so you can work on them separately therefore you will build an awareness around each single moment like the whole tone thing that's a whole new subject for me to look at and go wow I've always been told I had a deep voice but I didn't realize the tone was a separate thing I mean I do realize it but sometimes I just need to be told from a different point of view like don't use that tone with me and it's like well this is my voice it's like (laughs) no that's log. Logic says that that's your voice, but tone meaning don't use that emotion with me. Don't, don't apply that emotion behind your intentions. You you want to you want to lighten it up a little bit because, or dig into why you've got that uh, emotion attached to your tone anyway. So before I ramble on too much, um, I'll probably end up losing sight of the point. The point is just just listen to that self again. Remember and go into it and don't be don't don't criticize it accept it with everything you need to accept um, the rain therapy um, accept it with the notion that it's going to be very beneficial to you moving forward in other aspects of your life it's powerful um, it's it's heartwarming to get things right so I suggest just jumping onto it Whenever you can, remember what I said, Jordan Peterson said it best. At night, before bed, sit on the end of your bed, take a couple of deep breaths and just listen. Something's going to come up, a feeling or a thought, deep from your subconscious, and it's not going to be the one that you want to, to deal with, but it'll be the most necessary one. And that, to me, among a couple of other, little, a couple other ones, That to me was alcohol or just the addiction side to certain substances, that that came up to me all the time. And when I was ready, which took all this work that I've been doing now, I was able to tackle it. From a historian point of view, I dug in to find out why I use these things along the way And therefore I was able to manage the feelings around it. And they're used for you, well therefore said that word so many times, used it to get myself out of where I was and then start moving forward in a different light. I mean, it's not, it's not a fairy tale, but it's frigging, it's exciting and it's humbling. And it's just, yeah, it makes me feel great. So there you go. Scarda historian, tag historian, ignition historian, Internal historian, or just have a look inside yourself and then go from there. Oh, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. As always, I appreciate it. And I'm on all the platforms. You know, I'll write up a little blog and share it on Facebook. I do appreciate you guys that listen. Um, you know, I'm doing my part to just promote that term of wellness in a world that's so lacking I guess you could say but we're getting there I've noticed it's just a lot more listening to this rather than or not me but listening to yourself rather than the social norms and um, moving forward all right guys I'm just going to finish up with reading a, um, a quote by Marianne Williamson who um, did this back in the 90s you might know it from a movie you might know it just because you know it so how about this it might be relevant for anyone listening. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It is not just in some of us. It is in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Powerful. Take what you need from that. I think it just means be your best self. And if that means digging into your past a bit just to find out what your qualities um, can become, then be your best self. Go out there and be it. I right, love you guys. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.